Welcome to the IVF Journey with Dr. Michael Chapman, the podcast for couples who struggle with infertility and want to fulfill their dreams of becoming parents. In this podcast, you'll learn actionable strategies to deal with infertility from Dr. Michael Chapman, or Prof as he's affectionately known. Prof is the co-founder of IVF Australia and is a leading Australian infertility specialist who has helped over 3,000 couples realize their dreams of becoming parents. To access previous episodes packed with ideas, solutions and tips that actually work, head over to Dr. Chapman's IVF podcast on iTunes. You can also ask questions by contacting Dr. Chapman's rooms on 1-800-111-483 or by emailing him michael.chapman at ivf.com.au. That first cry of a baby born after the long journey of IVF remains one of the most beautiful experiences in the world. As an obstetrician and an IVF specialist, I've had the privilege of experiencing this over many thousands of times in my long career, but I still remain moved by each baby's first cry. It signifies the end of a long journey and the beginning of a new life. This is Professor Michael Chapman, co-founder of IVF Australia and host of the IVF Journey podcast. Thanks for tuning in. To access all the previous episodes, head over to my website, www.theivfjourney.com and select IVF Journey podcast from the navigation menu. You'll also be able to find the various services that we provide at IVF Australia. There's increasing concerns that environmental pollutants may have an impact on the genetics of babies and obviously then potentially the outcome for the babies. While this is not directly related to fertility, some of these pollutants uh, have been implicated in things like reduced sperm counts and poor eggs in terms of their quality. The first step in this is the incredible growth in chemical production and chemical pollutants that uh, we now have in the world. It's been documented that they've increased by over 50% in the last 25 years. And it seems that uh, increasingly the evidence is that these some of these environmental contaminants can uh, interfere preconceptually and have long-term effects. So some of these are, are called endocrine receptor disruptors. In other words, they attach to receptors related to estrogen, testosterone, and progesterone, and by attaching to those receptors, uh, distort the function of those cells that are reliant upon natural hormones. Uh, plasticizers are another group in that area that can have been shown to interfere with uh, hormones. Many of the pesticides we're now being concerned about their potential effect, including things like DDT, which is was a classic pesticide uh, used in the 50s and 60s, although much less used now. Preservatives used to prolong the life of a food substance have been implicated. These are often used in cosmetics, and therefore, potentially, many women are exposing themselves to these toxic chemicals. 
sanitizers used to sterilize toilets, etc., cause disruption to the endocrine receptors. And these disruptors, as I said, can interfere with fertility. The mechanisms that have been documented have been through attachment to receptors in cells, in the thyroid gland, in the ovaries, uh, and in the testicle. Uh, there's increasing evidence that the substances that attach to the basic genetic material and can influence the division and the, the inheritance of genes can be affected by these types of disruptors. The types of disruption that can occur in reproduction associated with high levels of these substances in the blood include ovarian function, delay in puberty, disorders of menstruation, polycystic ovaries, endometriosis, increasing the time to get pregnant, increased pregnancy loss and lower sperm counts all seem to have a relationship with the serum levels, the ones in your blood, of these particular substances. Biphosphanol has been one of the most commonly studied ones and this um, biphosphanol uh, is present in plastics. Fetuses that have been exposed to high levels of, of BPA in the mother's circulation have been associated with uh, increased loss of, of eggs, chromosomally abnormal eggs, and genetically abnormal females. This is in mice, but certainly that would appear to be a possibility in humans as well. And it seems that it gets handed on from generation to generation. In the male, these uh, have been implicated in the low sperm counts and congenital abnormalities of the penis have been associated with high levels of uh, the BPA products. And it may explain some of the increasing evidence that sperm counts over the last 30 years have declined. People have looked at the concentrations of these compounds in the fluid around the egg at the time of IVF, measuring them in seminal plasma, uh, and they've been associated with reduced ovarian reserve, poorer follicular development, uh, increased risks of abnormal chromosome makeup, and fertilization rates seem to be lower. So there's, there is quite a deal of evidence now that these things are potentially harmful. These endocrine disruptors have been associated with reduced estrogen levels, lower AMH levels, lower antral follicle counts, all things that are going to lead to a lesser possibility of getting pregnant. The question is, if this is correct, can substances are damaging people's fertility, what can we do about it? Well, one thing is to avoid um, vegetables, which have been sprayed with the pesticides to ensure that they provide good quality crops. So organic is better than crops that have been heavily treated with pesticides. Uh, avoidance of plastics is very important, if at all possible. And don't forget that you can access all the previous episodes by going to our website www.theivfjourney.com and select IVF Journey Podcast from the navigation menu. Thank you for listening to The IVF Journey with Dr. Michael Chapman, the podcast which helps couples negotiate their way through the IVF journey all the way to parenthood. 
You can also ask questions by contacting Dr. Chapman's rooms on 1-800-111-483 or by emailing him michael.chapman at ivf.com.au. 